You're listening to The Happy Hour Effect, episode 32. And if you want to rise, but you're not sure how or why, stick around, because we're going for a ride. Hello and welcome to The Happy Hour Effect. I'm Kristen Brown and I am your illustrious host for this podcast episode and for the entire Happy Hour Effect podcast series. We just kicked off season two last week. So here we are at episode two of season two. And it's called The Riser Mindset, part two of two. Very clever, right? But last week when I kicked off the season with the riser mindset part one, I promised you that I was going to do a part two because there was more to what I was sharing that I really wanted to get to, but I didn't want the episode to get too long. And we are going to talk a little bit more about how you can rise and what specific steps go into that. Because last week we talked about the mindsets that you need to embrace to make it happen. But this week, we're really going to talk about specific steps that you need to actually take to move that ahead. Now, before we jump in, I just want to remind you that if you want any of the links that I share during the show, just click on the show notes and it'll take you right down to the bottom of the page where you'll find all those links. And you can find those show notes at happyhoureffect.com and just click on podcast. And this is episode 32 and it's called the riser mindset part two of two. So just go there, you'll find any links that I share today. And also, if you love the show, please share it, please like it, please subscribe on iTunes. It can help me get the show out to a bigger audience. And my goal really is to help the world, help busy professionals really rise up and create that life and that work that they want for themselves without feeling like you're sacrificing, because it's pretty easy to get sucked into the chaos and busyness of today's world. And I don't want that stress to hold you back. I don't want that anxiety, that worry, that time suck, that overcommitment of your energy to really prevent you from creating the life you envision, going after your goals and dreams for being that person that you really want to be. So thank you for helping me share. I look forward to sharing more great content throughout this season too. So let's get into this. Now, being a riser, as I talked about last week, is really about committing to the fact that it's not up to other people to pull you up when you're feeling low or when something bad happens. It's up to you to rise up. It's up to you to embrace conscious choice to say, okay, I'm going to take the actions I need to move out of this challenging situation or to still be productive despite what's happening in another part of your life. It also means that you have to be willing to sacrifice to stretch a little bit so that you get used to what's new in your life, even though it's uncomfortable or different or hard. And that in the process of all of that, that you're going to value yourself enough to say, I want to get through this. Because a lot of times, as I mentioned last week, people will come to me and they'll say, oh my gosh, you know, I just, something really bad happened to me and I just can't get myself out of this pit. And when I really look at the scenario and the situation that they are in, we dig a little bit deeper, I always find probably 99% of the time that they have subconsciously or consciously told themselves that that hard thing that happened to them is still happening and that it's going to impact their life and it, it really takes a toll on them every day. They've decided they're not getting through it. It's part of their reality. But you really have to decide as a riser that if you want to get through that stuff, you have to just decide to. 
You can't let the ups and downs of life take you down. You need to really say, hey, I'm going forward, even though life may not be ideal right now. So we talked about some of those mindsets last week. This week, I want to give you four things that can actually help you prepare, take action, move ahead with this riser mindset. And it's actually a play on that same word. It's actually rise, R-I-S-E. And each element of the riser mindset is R-I-S-E. So very clever, right? It'll help you remember them really easily. Before we jump into those, I do want to mention one thing because February is heart month. And heart month is all about the awareness of heart health. And heart disease is the number one killer of both men and women in the United States. A lot of people assume that for women it's breast cancer or something, but it's not. Heart disease kills three times as many women every year than cancers and breast cancer. So heart disease is really a, a, something that's near and dear to my heart. My late husband died of a heart attack at age 30, tall, skinny college athlete, no previous symptoms or risk factors. So I'm really passionate about educating the world about really being proactive about your heart health and getting the checkups, getting the scans, even when your doctor says, oh, you're not at risk. You're not the typical candidate. Because like I said, my husband was 30, tall and skinny, in great shape, ate healthfully, low stress, wasn't a smoker, and he died of a heart attack. So I'm really passionate about it. February is heart month. And so in honor of heart month, I created what I call the lead with heart success bundle. And it's some of my most popular products that I sell individually. I put them into a cool little package so that you can get them all at once. Plus I'm taking a portion of the sales of that and donating it to the heart association in honor of my late husband and in honor of heart month. Plus I'm going to personally match the donation that I make from what I sell. So I'll give you just a quick brief overview of what's in it. So the Lead with Heart Success Bundle includes my best-selling book, The Happy Hour Effect, which really is about stress management, time management, goal setting. It's built upon my LifeMap platform, which many of you maybe have read about on my website, or if you've seen me in an event or seen me speak somewhere, we often will do the LifeMap as part of that. And it's proven thousands of people around the world have done that life map and seen massive, massive change just from this really simple exercise. So that's the first thing in there is that book. My new book, The Daily Rise, it's just a little mini book that is just awesome. It's got 52 quotes in there that you use every week to elevate your leadership, both at work and at home. So you can really kind of step into who you're meant to be. And so that's my new book, The Daily Rides. It's just a little small pocket book. It's just three by five. So you can tuck it in your purse, in your pocket, and in your briefcase, and it just can come with you. It's a really great, great inspirational, motivational book. Third, you'll get my little focus mantra cards. There are six little cards with different topics that can help you refocus, get your brain being more mindful during stress, during change, during any of those times where you're trying to figure out how to prioritize. You'll also get a laminated life map that goes with the book and a dry erase marker in there. You will get an instant stress busters card and a bookmark. And if you bond all those things separately, I feel like I'm on an infomercial. <laughs> if you buy all those things separately, it would be 50 bucks for all of those. But if you get the lead with heart success bundle in February, I'm selling them all for together in this bundle for $35. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take $5 from every sale donate that to the Heart Association, and then personally match that $5 with $5 from my own personal account. So 
Go out there and get the Lead with Heart Success Bundle. It's great for you. It's great for your coworkers. It's great as a gift. You can even buy one and then kind of separate the stuff out and give to different people that you think need it most. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes. You can go to happyhoureffect.com, and it's also in the tools dropdown where you can see it right under there with some of my other products. It's called the Lead with Heart Success Bundle, and I'll ship that right out to you, and you'll be able to have it and also do some good and spreading the word of heart health for everyone, regardless of age, risk factor, and health conditions. So thanks for giving me a little support on that. Let's get back to this rise mindset, riser mindset. I want to share the four rise elements with you. Now, we don't have time to go into them really deeply. So if you want to look at how they might apply for your team and for your industry, let me know because I do have a survey that I use to compile specific data around specific teams, companies, and industries. So if you're interested in doing that for your team and you want to chat about bringing a program to your work to see how that all plays out, let me know. So let's jump in. So RISE, R-I-S-E. What does it mean to be a riser? Well, we talked about that. But now what do you have to do to become a riser? Well, the first thing is results. Results, results, results. Human beings like to see things happen and move forward, both personally and professionally. We like to feel like we have some momentum going, like we're making progress, like things are, we're knocking things down like dominoes. So when it comes to results, you also need to be focused on how are you consciously choosing how to move forward, what actions you need to take to make things happen. You can't just sit back and say, oh yeah, this thing happened, or oh, I wish, I wish, I wish. You have to be willing to mobilize all the energy that you have and act on those goals you have for yourself. And you know, a goal is all great, but until you take action on it and you create the little plan that ties to that greater vision that you have, whether it's something at work or at home, that goal is just going to be a wish sitting there. So results is the first element that I want to share with you that you really have to be focused on if you want to be a riser. The second is intensity. Now, intensity is all about the way that you fill your time, how much energy you're putting out, the way that you feel at the end of the day, how productive you are, and knowing your time limitations, knowing how you manage stress, knowing how productivity is impacted based on things going on in your life are really critical for risers. You have to just be honest with yourself and say, okay, I know that when I have too much on my plate, I start snapping at people. I am not very productive. Uh, People start to relate more negatively to me. I maybe don't sell as well at work. You know, whatever it happens to be, it's going to be different for all of us. So it's up to you to really manage the intensity with which you work and live so that you have that breathing room you need to reflect, to be proactive in how you go after your results instead of being reactive to the things that come up up in your life. So intensity is the second element that is really critical when you want to become a riser. Number three, stability. Now, human beings crave and need stability to feel like we are in control, less stressed, you know, all that good stuff. Stability, both at work and at home, is about routine. It's about knowing that everything in your life is under your power. And it's when things start spinning out of control, when they're out of your power, when they're beyond your comfort zone, that your stability starts to feel threatened, when stress starts to set in, when you start to feel like 
things aren't quite the way they should be and you maybe start getting foggy, making bad choices, getting sick more often because the stress chemicals and all of the stuff happening to your body and brain start to impact you in a bigger way. So you know to be a riser, you have to manage that stability in your life and know that if something in one area of your life is really uncomfortable right now, to really work hard at keeping the other areas really tight really routine, really in control, so that you can compensate for the areas that aren't feeling stable at that moment. And that can really help you to be more resilient in the face of change. So that's number three is stability. Number four, engagement. It's pretty easy to just kind of go with the flow, to be reactive when life gets busy and hard. It goes fast, right? I mean, you wake up in the morning and it's like, it seems like the days go so fast and then you're in bed thinking, oh my gosh, what did I even accomplish today? And when this happens, when you're moving so fast and always go, 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 thinking about what's next all the time, it can cause a lack of focus. Your decision-making is really questionable. You don't feel as fulfilled in your daily life or in your work tasks because you're just not really there. You're not fully present. So really, when you want to be really, truly engaged, It means that you have to be grateful for the present moment that you're given. It means you need to be really aware of what tasks you're putting into the present moment and are they laddering up to the bigger goals you have for yourself and knowing if what you're doing at the moment is actually meaningful for you. Because sometimes, you know, there are tedious things that fill up our time in life, things you have to do at work. Maybe it's a commute. Maybe you have to sit at a kid's sports practice that's not ideal and All of those things are necessary and unchangeable parts of your life, but what can you do in the moment to make them feel more meaningful? When you're sitting in a in a traffic jam and you're in a commute, what can you do in that moment to make that commute less stressful? Make it feel like it's something that's contributing to your day rather than a sore spot in your day. Are you listening to a book on tape? Are you taking it as a little bit of me time? Are you listening to some great music? Are you singing at the top of your lungs? Maybe you're just sitting in silence and thinking. How often do you get to just sit and think? Oftentimes, it's just when you're sitting in traffic. So how can you take those stressful moments in your day, those moments when you're really not feeling like you're wanting to be there at all, make them more meaningful? And instead of always going so fast all the time, slowing down a little bit and saying, you know, if I just take a moment, if I take a little breath right now and just kind of course correct my day, where am I off track? What do I need to do to get back on track? How am I feeling physically? How are my emotions? How am I treating people? And do what I call just a little mini meditation to get yourself mindful, get yourself back on track, to really be engaged in the present moment, in your goals, in your tasks, in how you want your day and your life to feel That is what can really energize you to make you really say that, yes, I want to rise up. I don't want to be stuck here in this place that I am. I want to be mindful. I want to be engaged and I want to be that riser that I envisioned for myself. So those are the four elements that really need to be reprioritized in your life if you want to be a riser, if you find yourself stuck sometimes. I'm going to quickly go over the four again. And again, remember it's rise, R-I-S-E. So results, intensity, stability, and engagement. And 
Those four things are really critical. They're also extremely critical at work. And I have some really specific elements that go into each of those areas for work. And I have a really cool infographic that I created based on some survey data that I've collected. And I will put a link to that infographic so that you can see how the RISE code works in a work environment and what you need to do in a work environment to get the most from yourself and from your team. And again, if you want to go deeper into this and how it will directly impact your work team and your industry and your company, let me know. We can do either do a customized survey for your group and then create the results in the program that way. Or I can take the overarching working professional survey that I've done and use some of that data and share it with your team that way. Because it's really up to you to create your rise. It's really up to you to help other people create their rise. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. I shared a few links. I shared some interesting insights and also shared my neat little Lead With Heart success bundle. So there's some resources, some tools that you can use right away in both your work and your life to move it forward, to rise up, to be awesome, to live the happy hour effect every single day. That's what I want for you. So if you have any questions, please email me, Kristen at happyhoureffect.com. That link is also on the show notes page. And again, if you like the show, if you want to share it with others who might benefit, just please subscribe on iTunes, like it, share it. Put it on Facebook, and and I would really appreciate your help in spreading the word. So I will look forward to seeing you next week for episode 33 of the Happy Hour Effect podcast. Until then, I'm Kristen Brown. We'll see you next time.